You're listening to Teach Me the Bible podcast, where we unpack the meaning of books, passages, and themes from Scripture. Join us each week as Dr. David Klingler walks us through God's Word and teaches the Bible. Each episode has a study guide available in the show notes. This is Teach Me the Bible podcast. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Teach Me the Bible podcast. Um, we are going through in uh, the book of Galatians. So last week we were uh, we we did an overview. We kind of uh, oriented this book to to the rest of the New Testament and and encourage you to kind of lean in and, and track the argument, track the words. And so that's what we're going to start doing uh, today. If you're new with us this morning uh, or today, I guess we're we're filming it in the morning, so that's why I said. But um, I'll encourage you to go over to our website, teachmethebible.com. There's all kinds of other resources over there for you that's absolutely free uh, so that you can uh, better understand the Word of God. That's our goal. And so um, so go check that out. Uh, but today we're going to jump into chapter one of Galatians. So so let's get to it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, as we as we introduced in uh, last week in our introduction, um, the situation, um, Paul has shared the gospel with these Folks throughout the region of Galatia, they believed it. Uh, they have been persuaded, or are being persuaded, to um, to listen to the Judaizers. Uh, and so Paul is about had enough of this, <laughs> so he's going to put a stop to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't hear in Galatians a lot of Paul's flowery. I'm praying for you. Hope it's all great. <laughs> he jumps right in. Man. Uh, Paul, an apostle. <laughs> and we blow right past that, right? Um, every time in these letters, we blow right past that um, Paul, an apostle, bond servant. You know, the, mm-hmm. we blow right through that. No, Paul's got a lot of theology attached to that, and Paul's apostleship is central uh, to what's going on in this book. Yeah. Uh, and and he makes this point right away: uh, an apostle not sent from men, right? <laughs> so, apostle means sent one, right? I'm an apostle. It ain't being sent from men. Mm-hmm. I, I'm an apostle uh, sent from uh, through Christ. I was sent from Christ. I, I wasn't sent from man nor through the agency of man, but through Jesus Christ and God the Father who raised him from the dead. Mm-hmm. Why does he say that? Because eternal life is going to be central to this book, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so he's saying, Paul, the one sent to you Gentiles from the resurrected Christ. Mm-hmm. Pay attention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and not uh, sent from men, so that's going to oh, yeah. that cues us in a little bit as to what is being oh, yeah, uh, yeah. leveled against Oh, him, he's just a man pleaser. Yeah. Oh, no, he's not. No, he's not, yeah. Uh, and all the brethren who are with me to the churches of Galatia, the brethren who are with me, right? He's at, you know, uh, writing to them and uh, from this uh, church, probably writing from Antioch or something like that. Uh, grace to you all and peace from God our Father and Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins, that he might deliver us out of this present evil age. Now, let's make a little explanation here of what Paul is doing with this age language, right? Mm-hmm. This is uh, uh, this is in verse uh, uh, in uh, in verse four. Um, um, uh, and, and this is the word that he's going to use over and over. He's going to use it in Ephesians. He's going to use it over and right. over. Age. Uh, think uh, age. Think dispensation, right? Uh, this age and in the ages to come. He's going to say this type of thing. Mm-hmm. Age to age. Uh, you know, to whom be the glory uh, forevermore is how they translate in verse 5. No. Uh, 
the age to the age, from age to age, amen, right? Not only this age, but in the age to come. Uh, and that's important distinction because this age, this church age, is the time that Israel's rejected their Christ mm-hmm. and the gospel's going to the Gentiles, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and so uh, the crooked and perverse generation, sons in whom there is no faithfulness, be saved from this crooked and perverse generation to the end of the age and the gospels. I, I will be with you at the end of the uh, this age, to the end of the time when Israel's rejecting the Christ. Uh, and, and and what's the proof of Israel's rejecting this Christ? Well, the antagonists, the, you know, the in the book, the ones that are persuading these Jewish believers to to persuade the Gentile believers to be circumcised and keep the law, they're behind all this, right? Mm-hmm. And so he's putting the, his whole credentials right up front. To whom be glory from age to age, amen. I am amazed at how quickly you are deserting him who called you by the grace of Christ to a different gospel. Now, notice that. Him who called you by the grace of Christ. So the him who called you is the Father Mm -hmm. through the grace of the Son for a different gospel, which is really no other. It's the same old thing. Uh, um, Only there are some who are trying to disturb you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. They want it to be faith plus works of the law, circumcision. This is what Paul was fighting all the way through the book of Acts, mm-hmm. uh, that the Gentiles were coming to faith in the, the the Christ of Israel without becoming Jews, without becoming circumcised and keep the law. The, the, the Jews had no problem with a Gentile becoming a Jew, being circumcised and keeping the law. Their problem uh, was twofold, that these people were believing in this Jesus Christ, so-called Christ, as they would say, um, who uh, was not, in their opinion, the Christ at all. Mm. And so they're saying, no, this is not what we believe. Uh, for John, you know, you have to believe that Jesus has come in the flesh, not that Jesus will come or that the Christ will come. The Jews believed the Christ would come. Uh, the difference between the unbelieving Jew and the believing Jew was the believing Jew believed the Christ had come. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that was one issue, the Christ had come, and that the Gentiles could uh, join the assembly of the the righteous without becoming Jews, mm-hmm. right? And so um, the, the, the Judaizing believers, these Jewish believers, uh, who wanted to have a foot in both camps. They wanted to appease their fellow countrymen. Um, and the best way to do it is to bring the Gentiles in, get them circumcised and keep the law. And Paul's going to say, in so doing, the stumbling block is removed. Right? And so this isn't anything new. Paul's been fighting this for a while now. Uh, so uh, this isn't a new gospel. It's a distortion of the gospel. But even though, and so he says in verse eight, but even though we nor an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to that which we preach to you, let him be accursed. As we've said before, so I say now again, if any man is preaching a gospel contrary to that which you've received, let him be accursed. That's strong language. You can't say it any stronger mm-hmm. than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so his he's got the these Jewish believers, the Pharisees, you know, folks from chapter uh, 15, who are teaching the Gentiles have to be circumcised to keep the law. He's saying they don't know what they're talking about. 
And so there's a clear distinction. Either you are justified by law or you're justified by faith. There is no middle ground. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, if you think the law condemns you, go for it. Or or the law justifies you, go for it. It won't. It'll condemn you. Uh, And so the law's function was to drive you to grace. And Mm -hmm. so... So there's no middle ground here, and he's going. So he's destroying the middle ground view. Mm-hmm. Um, for am I now seeking the favor of men or of God? Right, sent from God, not from men. That that he's so he's building upon that verse one. Um, or am I striving to please men? If I was try, uh, trying to, to trying to please men, I wouldn't be a bondservant of Christ. If I if I was trying to appease men, if I was trying to please the Jews, I wouldn't be serving Christ. I wouldn't be over here on the polar opposite side saying that the Gentiles, through faith, uh, are saved and part of the covenant community and have eternal life. Uh, if I wanted to please men, I would have stayed where I was, right? Uh, no, I'm serving God. And he's going to explain how what he's saying is exactly in keeping with God has said. Mm-hmm. For I would have you know, brethren, the gospel which I preached, uh, that was, uh, which was preached by me, uh, is not according to man, Neither was received from man, nor was I taught it, but I received it through revelation of Jesus Christ. I was taught this and sent by Christ himself. So in no way am I inferior to any of the other apostles. Mm. And that's going to be important here in just a minute. Actually, next week when we get into chapter 2. For you've heard of my former manner of Judaism. In other words, he's going to say, look, I've been there, been there, done that. I was over there teaching what they're teaching, mm-hmm. that the Gentiles had to be circumcised and keep the law and reject Jesus. That's what I was teaching, right? How I used to persecute the church of God beyond measure and tried to destroy it. And I was advancing in Judaism beyond many of my contemporaries uh, among my countrymen, being more zealous for my ancestral traditions, being more zealous for my Judaism, right? Mm-hmm. Um But when he who had set me apart from my mother's womb called me through his grace, was pleased to reveal his son to me. So when God the Father called me, set me apart, and revealed his son to me so that I might preach him among the Gentiles, I did not immediately go and uh, consult with the flesh and blood. I I didn't go up to Jerusalem. I, I didn't go up to those who were apostles before me. I didn't go appeal to man. Mm-hmm. I was chosen by God. It was revealed to me by God. And I was trained by God to carry this gospel. I went away to Arabia and, and returned once more to Damascus. Then three years later, I went to Jerusalem to become acquainted with Cephas and stayed with him for 15 days. And I didn't see any of the other apostles except for James, the Lord's brother. Now, what I'm saying, what I'm writing you, I assure you before God, I'm not lying. Then I went into the regions of Syria and Sicily, and I was still unknown by the sight uh, of the churches in Judea, which were in Christ. Only they kept hearing, he who is persecuting us is now preaching the faith that he once tried to destroy. And so they were glorifying God because of me. That's the end of chapter 1. Uh, he's going to continue this then after an interval of 14 years into chapter 2, and he's going to explain this. Now, why does this matter? Well, let's give you a little heads up on what's coming uh, in chapter 2. What he's doing is he's fleshing out what he has said back in chapter 1, verse 9. Uh, if any man comes to you uh, and comes, I don't care who they are. I don't care if an angel comes 
and presents to you a gospel contrary to that which you received, let him be accursed. Okay? Now, why is this important? And let's just frame this and how this, this letter is going to go. Uh, and remember, there's the Jewish unbelievers mm-hmm. that are persecuting the Jewish believers, mm-hmm. causing the Jewish believers uh, to try to get the Gentiles to be circumcised and keep the law. In other words— So that they don't get persecuted. Yeah, they're in the middle, mm-hmm. right? So these Jewish believers, not wanting to be Jew, uh, persecuted by other Jews, are, are trying to placate, play nicey-nice with the Jews sem- so so that they're not—you uh, know, they—, they they're separating themselves from the Gentiles unless the Gentiles are circumcised and keep the law. Mm-hmm. Now, Paul's going to give an illustration of this. He says, I don't care who comes to you. If they do that, you confront them. You don't sit for it. Uh, you, view, you let them be accursed. I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's Peter. Mm-hmm. Because let me tell you a story about Peter, <laughs> right? And this is where he's going to go in chapter two. Um, I already had to confront Peter on this very issue, you know, He's over there with the Gentiles. Then the Jews show up from Jerusalem, and all of a sudden, he's holding himself aloof and starting to separate himself, and even to the point where Barnabas and some of the, some of the ones who were with me were, were being led astray. And so I confronted him in front of all. Peter, if you, being a Jew, have attained eternal life like the Gentiles and not like the Jews, by faith and not by law-keeping, why are you compelling the Gentiles to become Jewish? Hadn't we already hashed this out? Had, yeah, had, yeah. Had, hadn't we had this discussion? Look, yeah. uh, I, I will agree. We're not like sinners among the Gentiles. Nevertheless, knowing that a man is not justified by works of the law, even we believed in the gospel, since by works of the law, by works of the flesh, shall no flesh be justified. And so chapter two, next week, we're going to work through this, but that's going to frame our whole discussion of flesh law. It's going to walk us right into to chapter three. So mm-hmm. for this week, uh, you know, give you a little homework, read ahead, mm-hmm. read the whole book. Mm-hmm. Read, well, just read chapter one and chapter two, yeah. uh, maybe one, two, and three. If you can read one, two, and three and say, okay, I got it. I see how chapter one goes to chapter two, chapter two goes to chapter three. That's great. Uh, and we'll start to to make sense of this, right? There's no chapters, there's no verses when Paul wrote this, right? So just keep the context flowing. Chapters one, two, and three, yeah. uh, and we're going to cover the chapters yeah. two and three the next two weeks. Yeah. And I might also add, just keep in mind, chapter six, 12, and 13. Absolutely. Uh, as as really the issue of what's going on here, that the, right. like you said, there's yeah, that's these the occasion in the middle and they're being tough. And so that, that helps frame all of this. Yep. So, very good. And, and so you got the Jews over there saying that the law justifies us and gives eternal life. Paul says, oh, no, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And so you got to choose. Mm-hmm. That's good. Either you're justified by grace through faith or you're justified by law, mm-hmm. but you can't have it both ways. Wow. So that'll be chapter five. They're mutually okay. exclusive. <laughs> I love reading Paul, man. Yeah. Just, he's crystal clear. So good. He's crystal clear. Yeah. He, he's, he just operates in the realm of logic and argument. He would be a, a master attorney. Uh, he would be to, uh, he would, we've been watching suits. We were talking about this before. Mm-hmm. We've been watching uh, suits. I, I, I hadn't watched suits before. I don't know if uh, it's a lawyer show. Uh, and the main character, one of the main characters name is Harvey Specter. He would put Harvey Specter uh, in his place. <laughs> Paul is the master lawyer, the master uh, rhetoric, you know, he, he, how he rhetorically walks through and, and logically, mm-hmm. uh, man, he is just, <laughs> wonderfully persuaded. He boxes you in. You got no choice. Yeah. Right? 
Uh, and so this he, this he, just good. He flips it on him. Entirely. Oh, absolutely. Who's trying to please man? Is it me or is it? <laughs> yeah, or is it you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah he yeah. doesn't say that. Yeah. But he, Would the he, real he man pleasers to... please uh, stand up? <laughs> That's right. A a a Peter, you're oh, up. That's so good. <laughs> Hey, you Judaizing believers, you're up. Let, yeah, it. let's identify the real man pleasers. I like that. That's good. Alex. That's good. That's cool. Well, man, there's a taste. So we're, I'm excited to continue going through it. And uh, um, yeah, thanks for walking us through that. And, and like I said, you have some homework to, homework. to uh, prepare for next week. So uh, go do that. And then we'll meet you right back here next week for chapter two. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to Teach Me the Bible podcast. Our desire is to use the power of God's Word to change lives. For more information, download our app. Join us next week for another episode of Teach Me the Bible.